I invite you as you approach the holidays to keep some of the following things in mind. Hi, friend. Welcome to Gather and Growth, a show created for passionate, growth-focused rural women like you. From mindset work and building strong habits to exploring the unique joys and challenges of living rural, this is a show to leave you feeling joyful, inspired, and a little less alone. Together, we're on a journey of reaching for the most confident, healthy, and authentic version of ourselves, and I'm forever grateful to have you by my side. Whether you're currently running on a back road, shuffling kids to town, hopping along for a tractor ride, or three loads deep into folding laundry, grab yourself a nice coffee and let's dive in. Hello and good morning. Welcome back to Gather and Growth. Here I join you from the floor of my bedroom because my mom is currently snuggling my baby in the living room and I knew if she could hear me, (laughs) she'd have a lot harder time going to sleep in, in Zilla's arms. So here I sit on the carpet with my water because... I'm out of coffee, which is a crisis that I learned exactly in the moment that I wanted to drink it today. I've been trying intentionally to not drink coffee very first thing in the morning. They say it's better for like your hormones or adrenals or I don't know what. So I normally come in and drink coffee after my morning walk, which I did not go on today because it was raining and Andrew had to leave to go haul grain. So I saved it for my Ascend coffee chat. Once a month, the girls from my Ascend retreats get together and just catch up on life, fill each other in on what's going on, you know, just in general, hang out, touch base. And so it's always just a fun opportunity to take a step back, drink some coffee, catch up with people I love. Anyway, opened my refrigerator right before the call started, really as the call was starting because, you know, life with a baby, there was none. You know, I am a faithful Stoke cold brew coffee drinker. I wish that that was a sponsored plug. It is not, but shout out to Stoke. Would love to make that happen. Anyway, so here I have water. Otherwise, it is the holiday season, which is what we're talking about today, which is very fitting because I've spent part of this morning trying to figure out what in the world I'm going to wear to this like Christmas party fundraiser thing I am going to tonight. It is for the Quincy Children's Museum. Shout out to that organization. Go check us out online and on social media. It is an organization that not only am I on the board for, but I actually helped start in the first place. I'm a founding board member. So it's really exciting to see where we are at today. We have a full-on warehouse building that we are renovating and be opening in a few years. We've done some really incredible, incredible outreach work in the community over the past couple of years. And so tonight is our first big event and I am six weeks postpartum and I don't freaking know what to wear. I do have two dress options. One is like a Santa dress that I literally found in the girls department at Walmart. And the other is a very cute like bright navy velvet dress that I got at a boutique last year. Anyway, they're both great, but I don't know what shoes to wear because I wear sneakers all the time. And <laughs> I don't really feel like I need to wear heels, but it's the only thing that looks normal. 
I ordered a fantastic pair of gold like cowboy boots. It was going to be so cute. I was going to put together this like Western Santa quirky little vibe. I even paid for expedited shipping. I checked my order today and the order is still processing. There's no way they're going to get here. So I don't know, but it'll be Andrew and I's first evening away with no children. So that will be fun and interesting. I mean, it'll be great. Big kids are going to my in-laws. They're doing a little sleepover. Baby will be here with my mom. We'll only be gone a few hours. It will be fine. I will have to pump. Yay. Yay, yay, yay. So one of the many joys of, of the season of life. And speaking of the season, it is the holidays, which is beautiful and magical and also hard in so many ways. Let's just be honest and call it for what it is. There is, especially as women and as moms of littles, there is a lot and it can be overwhelming. And, you know, we talk about this a lot in masterminds, just the dichotomy of having two very conflicting emotions be true at once. You know, the the gratitude and the joy and the happiness and the magic and the fun of the holiday season. And, you know, for anyone navigating grief or hard stuff, the holidays just adds a whole other layer of complication onto it. And that kind of leads into what we are here for today. And that if you're listening to this podcast, you are the type of person that is being intentional about something, whether that is pursuing a health journey, whether that's building a business, sharing content online, navigating career changes, maybe, you know, taking care of your mental health, starting therapy, considering the way that you're parenting your kids that might be different than the way you were raised. You know, the diversity of what living life on purpose looks like for this community spans far and wide. But unless someone just sent you this podcast today and said, hey, listen to this episode, you, I know, are, you know, likely in a small town, in a rural community, or maybe not, and just pursuing growth. And pursuing growth is beautiful and it is hard. And you know that as well as I do. And an additional layer to that is, you know, if you live in the kind of places where I live, in a small town, in a rural community, maybe on the farm, oftentimes it can feel like you are the only person in your zip code who is thinking about the things that you are thinking about. And whether or not that is true, that is a very real isolating feeling, which sucks enough in itself. And it's something that, you know, we talk about on the show and in our mastermind communities and at the retreats all the time. But, you know, on the same lines of the holidays can be good and fun and joyful and hard. If you are a person who's in the midst of a pretty significant change or big or small changes, going back to your hometown or being in situations with family or going to an event like I'm going to tonight where you might be seeing people you haven't seen for a while or maybe meeting people for the first time or being in the thick of you know your cousins you grew up with. And when you're shifting your identity in whatever way, it can be complicated to know how to navigate those situations, especially 
when you feel like the people that you love or that you're in proximity with don't understand. And even more so if there's a layer of judgment, because it's one thing for someone to not quite get what you're doing and be curious about learning more. And it's a whole nother layer when there's like snide remarks made, whether intentionally or under the breath or whether or not they're verbalized, you can just internally feel it. And so I invite you as you approach the holidays to keep some of the following things in mind. Oh, 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 happy holidays. Okay, that was lame. But you know what's not lame? Nurturing your physical, mental, and emotional health throughout the holiday season. You heard me right. You don't have to wait until January 1st to build habits that make you feel your best. I'm all for setting goals and being intentional, but New Year's resolutions have way too much hype and honestly rarely stick around. In my opinion, it's equally important to nurture your body and spirit during this time of year, which is why I invite you to participate in my personalized habit challenge, You Do You 82, or it's Baby Sister Challenge, You Do You 32. They're both totally free and anyone can start anytime. In each of these challenges, you'll choose six habits to intentionally build or break through the lens of progress over perfection. During a season where you're busy thinking about what to gift everyone else, I invite you to give yourself the gift of health and intentionality in whatever that means for you. Go ahead and check out youdoyou82.com or click the links in today's show notes to get started. You know, I just want to set the stage of like you're walking into a space. Maybe it's your childhood home. Maybe it's a gathering of people. Maybe it's like driving into your hometown and you have those feelings of like, oh my gosh, what are they going to say? How am I going to navigate this? Like, I don't even want to talk about it. Like you're preemptively stressing about something you haven't even experienced yet. And then on top of that, let's be honest, if you're anything like me, you're bringing three kids into the situation who are already out of their routine, overwhelmed, overstimulated, <laughs> oversugared, and it's, it's just a lot. And so as you prepare for that space, I just want you to ground yourself in why you are doing the things that you do in the first place. Because those, those comments, those, that feeling only grows the more insecure you are. So if you're already feeling like, oh my gosh, I have no idea what I'm doing in my business. Am I making a big mistake? Like, I don't know how, like our marriage is struggling. Are people going to ask about it? Or oh, I'm on this health journey and people are going to make comments about what they're putting on my plate or, oh my gosh, my kid acts this certain way and I just know my aunt is going to say something about it, whatever that looks like for you. Before you even walk into the situation, I want you to find your center in what do you know to be true? Why have you been making the choices that you do? What does intentionality look like? And what's the bigger picture in all of this? Because if you are already coming into a situation on the defense, everything is going to feel triggering, for lack of a better word. It's going to make you feel extra stressed. So, you know, maybe that looks like having a conversation with yourself. Maybe it's having a conversation with your spouse. Maybe it's talking it out with your girlfriends. Maybe it's doing some journaling or meditating about it. But like, 
let's bring you back home to why you started this business in the first place, why you have been making the health choices you have, why you're in therapy, why you're doing the things that you do with your kids, why you're making these career choices. And I'm not going to list out every example every time I talk about this. So let's just like blanket statement as like your choices, your intentionality, your purpose, your passion, whatever it is. Okay. Copy and paste that into whatever your situation is. So I don't have to list them all every time, but you know, ask yourself, ground yourself, get really clear and confident on who you are and why you're doing the things that you do. Even if they feel shaky, even if you feel like you're lacking clarity, even if you're not a hundred percent sure, the more rooted you can be in your intentions before you step into the space, the better. Okay. Second thing is when you are in these conversations, just know more often than not, and I'm making some sweeping generalizations here, more often than not, people are also just looking for ways to make conversation. You're not the only one that feels awkward and uncomfortable, especially if you're with people you haven't seen in a while. And so when questions come up, it's not always a personal attack. It's perhaps from a place of curiosity. And even if that person has a very vastly different view or perspective or mindset than you do, they are likely not morally wrong in their ways. They are just on a totally different path and trajectory. So if you can put yourself in their shoes, approach conversations and remarks from a place of empathy of like, why do they believe that? Why would they come to that conclusion? What's bringing them to even say that out loud? can give both you and them a lot more grace in how you progress the conversation moving forward. More often than not, they do not have bad intentions in mind in the conversations that they have. Even very negative comments, which often feels like it comes from the people we love the most. You know, the way I've seen this played out in so many, so much dialogue I've had with women around this is when we get down to the root of it, whether it's their parent or a different family member, they genuinely just want to see you safe. And anything that you do that's outside of what they know or understand feels unsettling and scary to them. And so, of course, they're going to default back to what they know to be true and what they have experiences with and what they believe as truth because anything on the outside of that shines a light on either their fear or their insecurity or their lack of understanding. Of course, you can take it upon yourself to explain to them why it is that you believe what you believe to be the right thing. And when you do, I invite you to use I statements like I feel or I know or I believe or I'm curious about versus like you do this, you do this, this is wrong. Like, blah, blah, blah. like that's immediately going to set up for a very tense conversation. And so, you know, approaching conversations from a place of curiosity and maybe wanting to help them understand can be great. Or if you don't even want to go down that path of trying to bridge an empathy gap of understanding, you do not owe anyone an explanation for anything. So if something gets brought up that you frankly just don't want to talk about, you can say, you know, I feel really strongly about the things that I'm doing and I'm not ready to talk about it in this type of situation. I ask that that conversation just be left out and so we can enjoy our time together. 
And if it keeps getting brought up, if people are continuing to prod and not respect that boundary, you can say, you know, I really want to enjoy this Christmas dinner. I'm really not comfortable talking about X, Y, Z. If this continues to get brought up, like I'm going to have to remove myself from the situation. I don't want to do that. That's just something that I need to do to take care of myself right now. Like as someone who loves me, I ask that you respect that. And I would really hope that someone would, but I don't know what your families are like. I don't know who you're dealing with. And if someone literally cannot hold that simple of a boundary of not bringing up a specific topic of conversation, then with all due respect, pack up your stuff and leave and go do something else. And that sucks. That majorly sucks. And so, you know, going into that situation, I think you can also have some predetermined expectations, maybe with you and your spouse, of what you want that interaction to look like. And, you know, maybe together come up with some ways that they can back you up. Because I think, it, you know, especially if you're with your partner's family and someone's part saying something, like it can be really hurtful if you feel like you're the one defending yourself and maybe your spouse doesn't, it doesn't feel like your spouse is on your team. So, you know, going into that conversation of how your spouse can support you, especially when it's his or her family can also be super beneficial. Also keep in mind that no matter what anyone says or doesn't say to you during this holiday season or ever, you get to control whose opinions hold weight for you. You know, there's the Brene Brown quote that we keep coming back to that's like, I'm not going to take opinions from someone that's like sitting in the cheap seats. If they're not in their arena getting their booty kicked in the same ways that I am, like, I don't need to take their advice or their opinion with anything more than a half of a grain of salt. So just know that too, is like whatever conversation, whatever comments you are fielding, if they are not from someone who is on a similar trajectory, like you can let it just roll off you. (laughs) The visual that comes to mind is like sometimes my husband puts like that really fancy stuff on the windshield. I'm sure there's a name for it go ahead and roast me if I butcher this, but it's like when it rains, it like immediately, like the raindrops just like go and like shoot off in opposite directions. You know what I'm talking about? Isn't it like rain X or something? I don't know. So maybe you like give yourself a visual of like, if someone is trying to speak into you and you don't want their opinion to hold any weight, just imagine their words like bouncing off you like rain X. That was probably the lamest analogy I ever gave you, but you know, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. And you know that this is advice I'll give you at any point in time, but it is so powerful to be surrounded by people who are on similar trajectories that you are pursuing. So whether that is someone in your zip code, whether that is a friend online, whether that is a Facebook group, whether that is a mastermind, whether that is a coach, whatever, if you can lean into that community during this time of year for support as you navigate situations with people who don't, like 10 out of 10, highly recommend because chances are that someone <laughs> who understands why you're doing the things you're doing is also navigating similar situations. So maybe it's like a group chat where you're like, all right, I'm walking into Grandma Norma's house. I'm preparing for the comment. Like, solidarity, sister, send me your good vibes. Like, You know, sometimes having that group chat to go check in on when you need a minute to go to the bathroom can be really great. But just know you are so not alone. And as you pursue growth and as you step into these new versions of yourself and 
are being intentional, that is always going to come with the people who have known you as different versions of yourself in your life, not fully understanding what this looks like. But at the same time, like what a cool opportunity to show them this evolved version of you with new information and new perspectives. Like don't dismiss the possibility that you being authentically yourself and you sharing what you're doing and why you're doing it, that the way that that can have an impact on someone else. The the truth is hearts are never changed by anger or arguments or, you know, reading a headline or something like that. Hearts are changed in person-to-person conversations where we share our thoughts and perspectives from a place of empathy and understanding. So you may be in a situation with someone who totally believes something different than you do, totally think something different. But, you know, when you are, when you're in conversation with them, try to find that middle ground and not that you have to convince anyone that what you're doing is right, but just by inviting them into your thought process, you never know what spark you might give for someone else. And especially for someone who has been in a very fixed mindset for a very long time, when they see you doing something different and, you know, eventually finding success in it, it, you know, has the opportunity to give them permission to pursue growth and intentionality in whatever way makes the most sense for them. Like it truly is a domino effect. The more you pour into yourself, the more you pursue growth, the more you live life on purpose in the way that makes sense for you really allows so many other people that you love to do the same. And I'm not saying it's going to be tomorrow or even by next Christmas, but you have a lot more influence than you think you do, especially the more confidently you just unapologetically live as yourself. So maybe that's the final takeaway. That wasn't fully the direction I was considering going, but you know, I'm so stinking proud of you. And I hope that in these holiday conversations and situations that you walk away feeling really good about who you are and what you're doing in the way that you shared about it. And if the people that you're around aren't ready to receive that, then I hope that you approach those conversations with empathy and boundaries and ultimately do what is best for you and your nuclear little family. Because at the end of the day, you don't know anyone, any explanation or any ounce of your time if they are not, you know, willing to reciprocate those healthy boundaries that you are setting. Hope there was something in this episode that was an ounce of helpful. And if so, please share it with a friend, maybe send it to your other cousin who's doing weird stuff. And you can be like, solidarity sister, let's be weird at Christmas together. Shake things up. I don't know. But whatever it is that you're doing, I'm so grateful for the path that you're on. And I'm so grateful to be in community here with you together. I have some very exciting new things coming in the beginning of 2024. Some masterminds that are similar to what I have always done. A totally new thing that is kind of different, but also very much along the same lines of the the work that I've been doing that's been super, super impactful. And I think it will be accessible to even more people, which is 
Very exciting. And then, of course, the Ascend Retreat is coming up in March. Deadline for registration is fast approaching. I've had a few people say, like, I don't know if I'm going to come to this one, but I'm for sure in for the next one. And I just, this is maybe the first time I'm saying it publicly out loud. I don't know that there's going to be another Ascend Retreat. Not to say that there won't be other things. It has been an incredible experience that has truly been life-changing and transformative for the women who have been a part of it, myself included. But as I'm evolving and as my business is changing and as my family life is changing, there's just going to be a lot of new and exciting things to come. So if a send is a specific experience that you know is on your heart to be there at, I hate to be that girl, but this is it. You got to come now because I don't know what's coming after. And I'm sure there's going to be lots of goodness in store. But if you have been thinking about Ascend, now is the time. Everything is linked in the show notes. And I'm always happy to jump on a call with you and talk about how this might be a really good fit for you in this season. So anyway, so forever grateful for you. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Oh my gosh. Happy Hanukkah and happy holidays all in one. Happy holidays. <laughs> oh man, guys, I for real need to go get some more coffee. Anyway, stay safe. Love you so much. So grateful for you. Have I told you today how much I appreciate you? I'd like to imagine this was a meaningful backyard patio kind of chat between friends sipping LaCroix at sunset. If you enjoyed today's show, please take a screenshot to share or forward this episode to a friend. You can also find me at Emily Rushel over on social to continue the conversation. It's truly a joy to hear what tidbits and takeaways made an impact on your day. As always, all links and resources mentioned in today's episode can be found in the show notes listed below or over at emilyrushell.com. Special thanks to my podcast manager, Jill Carr, for the time and love she puts into producing gathering growth for this community. What a blessing it is to be on this personal growth journey together. Forever grateful for you.